Hi, everyone, and thanks for joining us. Are you looking for a place where you get some practical and helpful tips on how to manage this crazy life and find balance in motherhood? Then we're here for you. Join us for all the raw and real girl talk right here. You're listening to All the Things. All the Things. All the Things with Chong and Beck. Hello. Hello. Hi, can you hear me? Yes. <gasps> Yay! How it worked. are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you? Good. So, so good. So, welcome to the podcast, my friend. Hello. Podcast. Hello. <laughs> um, so, I am so, so stoked to have you on. I'm really, really excited for what we're doing and all the fun things you and I have up our sleeve. Um, but before we uh, talk about that and jump into that, I just wanted to introduce you to our listeners and have you talk a little bit about yourself. Um, so introduce yourself, please, and tell the people who don't know you who you are and what you do and what you love. Okay, so hello, everybody. I am Lynette Porter. I am, um, first and foremost, I just want to say, like, a, a love in this world and, like, a light unto this world. I don't like to really try to identify myself with, like, um, titles very much mm -hmm. because I feel like that's where I, I tend to get lost. So I'll just say that. But then in this world, I have a lot of roles. <laughs> and Tell us. Those, roles are, those roles are like being a mom, um, first and foremost, and then a loving wife. Um, before I became a stay-at-home mom, I was an education specialist, and um, I did that for three years. And now I am a stay-at-home mom, entrepreneur. I call myself a mamapreneur. <laughs> yes, I love that. Because it's so different. Like, I work my business when I want to or not, you know? It's different. Yeah. But um, anyways, and let's see. What do I love? So that's just a little bit about me. And then what do I love? Oh, I love nature. That's like, right now I'm currently sitting outside, like, Looking at the trees. I can hear it. Sounds so nice. <laughs> it's beautiful, except I don't know if you could also hear the squeaking um, coming from like the, I don't know what it's called, a little spinning vent from the house. <laughs> oh, I thought that was a bird. That's a pardon the squeak. <laughs> <laughs> but um, so I love nature. I love being outside. I love spending time with my family. Um, I love empowering women. Um, I've had a lot of struggles as an intuitive and a highly sensitive person and someone who is neurodivergent. I've, I've had a lot of struggles with just like my emotions and getting through uh, things like it took me six years to get my bachelor's. <laughs> Girl, at least you have one. Be proud know. no matter the time limit. No, but that's what I mean. Like I've, I've had to come a lot of uh, adversities and in the process mm -hmm. I've just, you know, um, but anyways, uh, what was I talking about? I'm sorry. I got distracted. I love <laughs> what you love. 
Oh, yeah. So I just love to be able to feed into other people who have had similar, um, like, I don't know, attributes as me, who, like, get me, who talk, who we speak the same language, who say, like, I, too, struggle with that. Like, um, I'm just going to say something very blunt. Like, when I tell people sometimes my emotions in my life, I've I've wanted to die. They get so shocked by it. And I'm like, yeah, it's really not that shocking. Like, I could go from zero to 100 real quick sometimes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You know, and, and, but that's not how a lot of people are. So like my people are special. And so I love to be able to feed into mamas who've had postpartum depression or moms who are like rebirthing themselves because I truly feel like after we have a child, we rebirth ourselves. So, um, when I became a stay at home mom, that became like my Instagram movement for me because I was so lost in it that. As I started to find myself more and more, I wanted to share more and more. So Mm -hmm. that's where this whole thing came from. (laughs) I love that. I love that. Um, So really quick, before we get into, because I wanted to have you on, um, not just so that people could experience who you are and get to know you, um, because I think you're amazing, but... I also just wanted to have you on and talk about what you're going to be blessing people with for the little self-love workshop that we're doing. And I say little only because the time frame is small, not because it's little by any means, because we are going to be really giving all of ourselves to anybody and everybody who attends in the way that we have found healing for ourselves and all the things. Um, But really quick, Tell everyone how we know each other. Because we have known each other for quite some time. We're like this is 30 so cool. now. Yeah. So what, we go back since high school or middle school? Yes. It was I high think school, right? Like, yeah. Yeah. Freshman year. Right? Avid. Because avid. Mm-hmm. Advanced yes. via individual determination. Oh my God, you're so good. I don't even remember that. I was like, I was I the avid that. president for four years. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You were for the entire time. Yeah. Oh, I really felt in, I felt very empowered by that avid program because yeah. I came from a family where my mom and dad, like my mom had a middle school education then had a child in eighth grade Mm -hmm. my dad didn't even graduate high school Mm -hmm. and when I was going to high school or middle school I would go with my dad to like his high school so he could get his diploma Uh uh-huh so it just meant so much to me to go to college because I knew that I would have a different life than what they did like my dad worked came home did side jobs my mom worked swing shift so that she could still take care of the kids but still being funny like that's crazy yeah yeah Yeah. your parents are freaking awesome they have done so so much for you and it's really evident in how you live your life and how you love them back so I just absolutely love that about you and your family um avid (laughs) yeah 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 that's right I did meet (laughs) um so okay I do want to jump in to a couple of things because one I want you to just go over 
um, what it is you're going to be doing at the workshop. Um, I know Shami is going to go over and I, you haven't met Shami yet, but you will meet her soon. Um, she's going to be going over oils and how you can really add that to your self-care. And I know you are a huge fan of those. I am a huge fan of those. Um, I have seen such a tremendous benefit from them, especially after getting sick and like losing hair and dealing with that in such a mm-hmm. like massive way. Um, adding those things into my life really can help with self-care and overall healing and self-development. So she's going to be going over all that. Um, what is it you are going to be going over with us in that workshop? So I'm going to be talking about um, affirmations. Yeah. And- how and why they work (laughs) but I don't want to say that I want to say I'm going to be using I'm going to be telling you about affirmations and how you can help reprogram your um what I like to call like your negative beliefs or your negative self-talk yes so you specifically will be using affirmations to reframe negative self-talk yes it's not just like, I use this affirmation and it says, I will be a billionaire. And so I'm going to be a billionaire. You're no. going to go over affirmations, what they are, how they work, and how they can help you reframe your negative thoughts. Yes. Yes. That is so awesome. Um, so I have been, obviously, we've been, you know, connected and friends forever. Um, but life gets crazy and I feel like we've kind of wandered in and out of social media several times, whether it be, um, family, life, children, what have you. Um, but about, God, I want to say like a year and a half ago, two years, uh, yeah, probably two years, a little bit after we moved to Utah, um, mm-hmm. cause when Zach and I left from Utah, our when Zach and I left from California to Utah, it was just him and I and our daughter. So it was like, we were all alone. So that's literally when I started to put in the work, but I was also pregnant at the time. And I was growing a person and connecting with this person so much. And then we had such a traumatic birth and healing after that. I would say it's probably been like two years that I started putting in the work. And it was about a year ago that I noticed you would pop up on my social media and you would exactly like what you said, you would be speaking a language that I understood. And so I remember even making a comment to Zach, like, Hey, do you follow Lynette on social media? And he was like, yeah, I do. And I was like, she is just so awesome. Like seeing her change and just the way she is now and like how vulnerable she is and how truthful she is. It is just so refreshing. I love watching her. Um, so I'd say it's probably been like a year now that I've been just watching you and watching you develop. And I'm just so proud of who you are and the way you live your life. So I'm really excited for that. Um, you mentioned something and if it is something that's kind of a different topic, you let me know, we'll jump into it later. But, um, you mentioned something that you said neurodivergent. Can you explain Mm -hmm. what that is to people? Yeah. So in this world, there are like our typical brains and then there are atypical brains. So 
our typical brains are those that don't typically get put into what I call like special ed. So like at school, because I'm thinking like a teacher now. So like I put on my mm-hmm. teacher hat. Okay. That's why right. I said, I, these aren't things I am. These are skills I've acquired. Right. So, <clears throat> and in that, that vicinity, the typical brain learns one way, but the atypical brain learns a different way. So when you're a neurodivergent, you have some type of, uh, they call it a disability, but I want to say you have an ability and a really cool superpower that you just haven't quite learned to utilize. And once you do, Mm -hmm. it's kind of cool. Not kind of cool. It is cool. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So that's what a neurodivergent brain is. Right. That is so, so awesome. Um, Now, did you learn that just from teaching and understanding the way everybody and kids think? Or did you discover that when you went on your journey dealing with like postpartum and reframing your negative thoughts and emotions? Oh, Anchor. Anchor has done it again. You guys remember sometimes Anchor gets a little funky with us and our audio will glitch. So while the beautiful Miss Lynette was talking, the audio went out and I had to cut us off. So let's get back to that conversation with me and her. Thanks so much. Hey, sorry. This happens happens sometimes. Sorry it's happening. Um, But the last thing I was asking you was how exactly you came upon that. Oh, the neurodivergent? Yes. Okay, so in school, I learned that through our schooling. So Nice. Yeah, and then there's also a book, I can't remember off the top of my head, that I read. And it, it talked, it talked a lot about being like a divergent and neurodivergent and then Mm -hmm. how to kind of like tune into these sensitivities. So like Mm -hmm. maybe your sensitivity is sound or maybe it's touch or whatever, but how you could um, take it and like tune it down. So um, that's what I like learned to like, just like get in tune with my energy and I have to find that book for you. Yes. Yes, you do. You so do. Um, so tell me why affirmations, how did you come upon these? Was this something that you stumbled upon? Was this something that you used before? Why affirmations and how did your journey start for you to reframe your negative thoughts? Okay. So (laughs) this is, I'm, I'm going to be very vulnerable. I'm so I, ready. We're all so ready. Okay. I became a stay-at-home mom. Yes, by choice, but also by y'all were like living through time we never expected. And yeah. if um, 
anybody says otherwise, like, God bless your heart. Come talk to me because I don't understand how you could not see what I'm feeling. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I thought that I was going to go back to work as an ed specialist, but they told me that I would not be invited back next year. So that meant I had to take my belongings and leave the classroom. And this was like in February. And then about April is when the pandemic hit. Mm -hmm. And so then I was like, oh my gosh, like, do I go back to work in these conditions and leave my, you know, baby? Right. And on top of that, I was pissed because it was because of my daughter. And these, this is why affirmations was because of my daughter. This is not true. It was because of my daughter that I don't, I wasn't, um, invited back to this job. It was because of my daughter that I wasn't like good enough to be fulfilling for this position the following year because I was pregnant with her. And that was so disgusting and evil. And that was not like me, or at least not like the person I remember being. Mm -hmm. So that was when I recognized that I had like a lot of, I'm going to cry, but like a lot of resentment. Yeah. (laughs) And it sucked. And luckily I have an awesome family who came over and one of my family members hope she doesn't mind me sharing and she just said like if you don't go get help um I'm gonna call your friend Lauren and now Lauren's also another girl from Avid which is yeah kind of cool like all my girls from Avid as adults were like reconnecting Mm -hmm. and um so I went I started going to therapy and through therapy, I learned that um, I had a lot of limiting beliefs, such as if I wasn't pregnant, I would have been back at that job. Right. When the truth and the reality is that I am exactly where God wants me and needs me to be. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was like, Wow. You know, to like, I'm crying because I feel that now, but then I did not. So yeah. um, that's why affirmations, because um, I don't think people realize, even me, I didn't realize that all these things you say to yourself are like taking from your, you know, your cup. Yeah. And when your cup is empty and you do this to yourself, like, no wonder why you spin out. No wonder why you want to turn back to old habits or let down your boundaries and guard. Like, you're exhausted. Right. Right. Yeah. I just had this conversation yesterday about the power of, like, negative self-talk. And I'm not perfect. I slip back into it so many times. Mm-hmm. But I think as a culture sometimes – And as women, even more than men, sometimes I feel like it's easy for us to like put ourselves down to make light of a situation. And Mm -hmm. all that's really doing is adding more negative self-talk. And at the end of the day, like I am, I say that because I'm so guilty of it. I will always crack a joke at myself to make other people laugh. And at the end of the day, like, it's just not cute when it comes down to it because I'm still hearing those things. My body is still receiving those things, Mm -hmm. whether I think it's happening or not. It is. 
Yeah. So which, um, which affirmations helped you change? Like what were some of the ones that you started with? And if somebody is dealing with negative self-talk or just false beliefs of like why they're not in the place they want to be, what advice would you give them to start when it comes to affirmations? Um, I think that it's important to start with the, the just three simple words. Mm-hmm. And it's I am and then whatever it is that you're um, wanting. And it's usually mm-hmm. the opposite of what you're feeling. Mm-hmm. So it's like, what does my little child need? What do I need? You know, so in the beginning, I started with affirmations like I am enough because mm-hmm. I truly felt like I was not. Right. <laughs> I, and I giggled because it's like, I can't believe I thought those things. Well, I can believe I thought those things. They were very yeah. real. But it's nice to come be on the other side to be like, girl, listen, yeah. I know it's so rough and I know that it hurts, but there's so much beauty in the power of what you just did in having this child like allow this power to come through you and embrace every molecule and then you will know you are enough and then once I became enough and said it enough and I owned it I was enough and then I didn't need to say that anymore you know and I also told myself that I am a good mother (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I laugh about that too because it's like I I had to tell myself I was a good mom every day. Well, I just... yeah. True. And a lot of us honestly don't hear that. Like we go through the day and, you know, we post pictures on social media and people tell us constantly how adorable our children are. Mm-hmm. But, and that's great. That's wonderful, obviously. But it is so amazing when people are not, telling you the simple thing of like, you're a good mom, you're doing a good job, how powerful Mm -hmm. that can be when you don't hear that sometimes for weeks or more. Yeah, totally. It's, it's, and you're like already feeling self-defeating because, um, okay, Marianne's first first bath experience. This Mm -hmm. was like when I recognized that like postpartum is real. (laughs) <laughs> yeah yeah Jesse's like what are you doing and I was like we have to bathe her and he's like okay and I was like okay let's bathe her and I go to put her in the her little like bathtub you know the one where like yeah. the water is supposed to be underneath it yeah well I didn't know there was supposed to be water underneath it so I'm just like trying to like wet her and she's screaming and Jesse's like what is wrong with you why are you so like why are you being so mean I was like I just can't do this I like totally like hyperventilated and I couldn't breathe yeah. and he was just like when I get it together and I was like I can't I'm Aww. gonna break her yeah you know like these moments are real so and you're and you were and this whole time I thought right because you have this think like this thought and this dream in your head and all these glorious photography photos you've seen yeah. and videos right of these moms who are like blissfully bathing their flowers in milk baths and flowers and I'm like I can't even get my kid to take her first bath (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah. yes yes 
there's no. not enough manuals for all the things that no. you don't realize. No, and, and on top of that, my vagina. I'm like, oh no. my god, yeah. I'm like, you want me to do this and hold her right now? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like, no. So I that's know. where like the I am a great mother came into play, and then over time it became like I'm badass mom, and then like mm-hmm. I don't even need to explain myself to anybody about my motherhood because yeah. I know I'm doing my best and that's all that matters and yeah. as long as my husband's not um you know just dissatisfied we're good <laughs> yeah exactly. and then the other one I always did was like I'm a loving wife mm-hmm. because when you're in the heat of it you want you take it out on the people you love the most and he was in the home with me all the time so I had to remember that like I am a loving wife and that he is a loving husband and I'm married to Mm -hmm. a loving husband Mm -hmm. and I said that often and then I would say I am love I am light um and those were just what I would say at the beginning and then once I embodied that, I'm like, okay, I'm ready for, like, more. Like, I want to be mm-hmm. confident. I want to feel good. And then that's when I did a reel. And it was like, what was it? Like, I am healthy. I am wealthy. I am uh-huh. rich. I'm a bitch. <laughs> I'm going to go get that yes. bag. Yeah. And that was the day that I was like, yeah, yes. Like, I am enough. I don't need to say that anymore. Like, it's right. time to up my level. So it became like, I'm committed to self-love. Right. Because now that I feel good doesn't mean I could just willy nilly give everybody all my everything. Right. Yeah. Um, so what would you like? How did you know once you started saying those affirmations? How did you know that you fully embodied those things? What was different about yourself? I would say like my confidence and then like my level and knowing like I'm not sitting here. I wasn't criticizing myself anymore and saying like, I'm like, oh, I'm not a good mom or like I can't do this or, mm-hmm. you know, once I stopped the once the negative self-talk kind of dissipated and it was no longer there, then I kind of was like, OK, I don't really quite need that daily mm-hmm. affirmation anymore. It's no longer serving me. Mm-hmm. And you'll know as you go through the you know, through your life, I think. And sometimes I do bring it back. Like I am enough. I'll wear my sweater from Crystal Smith, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, I gotta make sure Jesse knows all the way. Even when I turn my back on him, I'm enough. Just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) You guys are the whole world actually, because I wear it everywhere. But I'm only home all the time, you know? Right. (laughs) (laughs) Um So you brought up something really, really good that I want to touch on um, because I do feel like people that are similar to you and I and whether um, it's just one circumstance that throws them into, you know, like negativity or whether they have always lived with trauma or whether they've always lived with negative self-thought or whether they're an empath who has zero idea how to control what they're feeling to help others, you said um, you would you'd embody those affirmations, you were ready for more, and you couldn't just give all of your everything to everyone. What advice would you give to somebody who is like an empath or a people pleaser and is working their affirmations but still just feeling overwhelmed? 
Oh, I first want to say that I feel your pain and you're not alone and you are loved and you are the change. You are the answer. And then I'd say sit down and write it out. Like you have to write it out. What are your boundaries? Like, what are you giving? Like literally if you have to like draw a plate and put everything you're giving to everybody so you can see and then see where you need to give more to yourself. And for me, that was a, a lot of uh, boundary work, which was hard, very right. hard. Right. What are healthy boundaries that you think are important for people who deal with negative self-talk to have? Um, oh. There's so many. So because I feel like bad, but I could only use my partner. So I'm not shaming him or making him like a bad guy because he's really not. But he's just the <laughs> only one I have had, you know, recent like experiences with my right. emotions, like big emotions. Right. So a lot of boundaries happen with that. And then also boundaries happen with family. But I'm, I'm just going to stick with my partner and talk about those boundaries because I feel like I could be like, Jesse, I just want to let you know that I talked about our relationship boundaries. Yeah. I want to be like, family, I talked about everything on the right. internet. Right. <laughs> <laughs> You're so funny. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, yes, Jesse, we love you. We're not judging you. <laughs> yeah, I love you. I'm not judging you. But in my relationship, I've had to create the boundary of knowing that like um, – when the volume is loud and I ask for it to be quiet and it's not, I am not a fucking tree. Okay. Mm -hmm. I may feel like a tree in Pocahontas sometimes, actually a lot of times, but I'm not grandmother Willow. I am Pocahontas. I could run away. Right. I could walk away. I am, I am not a doormat. I can move. And so that has one of the biggest boundaries has been like in our relationship when the volume is loud and like even vice versa. Like when he asked me to lower my voice and I don't, he walks away. And I that's my mm -hmm. indication. That's our boundary of like, okay, you've overstepped. So it starts with just like knowing like what are the things that are arising your feelings right? and um, knowing when to stop it. So like. I, this sounds silly, but like I, I started to tell him like a 30 minute timer. Like I can't listen to you empathically with all of my soul and heart right. and be genuine for an extent in yeah. my apology and actually comprehend you for longer than 30 minutes. Like if mm -hmm. we can't get result like resolutions in 30 minutes, let's walk away. Right. And let's try to come back because we're going to kill each other and it's not fair and we're hurting emotions and then hurt words happen. And then with um, like, so I don't think we talked about our similarities and what a ner what neurodivergent um, things that I'm struggling with. So with BPD, so borderline personality disorder, mm -hmm. things people say become a true fact. Okay. Yeah. And that's like the biggest no-no, like the biggest no-no yeah. in everything, right? Like I've read the four agreements. I know that the first agreement is to be impeccable with your word, which means that also means that you get to decide what other words are impeccable to you. 
Right. So just because he said something in the heat of the moment doesn't make it true. So that was like another big boundary, like knowing Mm -hmm. that like hurt things are worse said or are might be said, but that doesn't make it true. Like I still get to say, okay, I respect your feelings and that that is your opinion, but I don't take it on as an agreement. Mm hmm. And I don't have to say that out loud, you know? Right. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And because that can translate to other people that you're experiencing, like in work or in business. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And when you are like very heightened um, and sensitive with those things, you're, yeah, you're 100% correct. Those boundaries are good and can be used in so many different places. Yeah. So... That's just a few in our relationship. <laughs> yeah. I love that. I love that so much. So why, what would you say to somebody who says like, oh, I've done affirmations. I've, I've put them on my wall. They're on my mirror. They're just not working for me. What do you think is the difference between them working for one person and not working for another? That it wasn't, okay, so it's not the affirmation. It's really not, it's not that if I sit here on my ass and say, I am enough, I am enough, I am enough, I am right. enough, that the next day I'm going to be enough. I didn't do shit in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so basically what I'm saying is that I am enough. That also translates into journaling and doing the work. Yeah. You know, how, how, what does that mean to me mm-hmm. at the time that meant, um, you know, figuring out how to create a schedule so that I could balance my self care at, and I mean, it's still the same and my child's needs. Right. Um, it was having the list of things so that I knew what I needed to do for the day. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I am enough didn't do it by itself it was me knowing that in order to be enough these are the things I feel I need to do for me right and that's different for everybody yeah yeah and I think a huge thing too is that the energy behind the affirmation that you have saying I am enough where mm -hmm. that becomes true is when you sit in that space and sit in that energy of what it feels like to be enough and then you think of those actions you have to take to Mm -hmm. live a life that helps you feel Mm -hmm. and believe and know you are enough like you said journaling having a schedule having self-care time doing all those things that then physically translate to the affirmation that you've been saying for x amount of time yes yes yeah. the action behind it and yeah. like you're saying that and the action is the energy I guess yeah yeah because like I could again I could sit here and meditate on I am enough and then not right. do anything but I could say I am enough and then when <clears throat> someone calls me and says hey girl I really want you to be on this podcast what do you think I'm gonna say I'm enough and yes <laughs> Yes, yes, absolutely. I would love to. This is, yes. I would be honored. I would feel like I could bless the world with this information. Please. I would love to. Yes. Thank you. Yes. You know, but We're if so I honored. didn't feel like I am enough and if I wouldn't have said yes, 
And if I didn't mm -hmm. feel like I am enough, I wouldn't even have like opened that door wouldn't have opened yet either. Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. Right. hundred percent. A hundred percent. Well, I guess I like, I can't say enough good things about you. I just absolutely love you. I always have, you've always had just that little bit of extra sparkle to you. And I am just so happy and proud to be able to witness it and see your growth. Um, and I don't want to give too much away because I do want people to join the workshop so that they can be blessed with everything that you have to offer. Um, but what is one other thing that you would like to share or um, mention when it comes to affirmations and what you think they're capable of when it comes to people's healing process? Um, I don't know. I guess, I guess I just want people to know that it's, it's the limiting belief that's holding you back. And I feel like the affirmation is the bridge to your action. I love that. I love that. Um, so what is your next step? What is your big vision? And where do you hope that you will be with all of this wonderful journey you are doing for yourself and all of these wonderful gifts that you have to give to others. What do you think you'll be doing next with all of this goodness? Um, well, my hope has been, so I'm like so torn because sometimes I'm like, oh, should I go back to education? And then sometimes I'm like, no way. So I'm really praying that I'll be able to bless other women with this information and that we would be able to just, con I would be able to continue to share and stay home with my baby, you know? Yeah. And that means, um, being that mamapreneur. So yeah. <laughs> I hope that other people connect with me and feel like they can, um, do it too. Yeah. When whatever business venture they decide or whatever, you know, life venture they are on, but just know that they can do it. Right. Well, I mean it from the bottom of my heart. It's not just because I think you're adorable and you're my friend, but you have blessed me and I truly believe that I can do so many more things just because I get to pop in and talk with you every now and then. So you have already blessed me. I can't wait to see who else you bless. Um, so anybody and everybody who is listening, where can they find you to follow you on social media? So I have an Instagram and it is living my best underscore mom life, which I know everybody's like, oh, if you have to put living your best anything, it, it's, it means you're not. And that was exactly why I did that name was because I felt like a lot of uh, mom lives were like super glorified and a mm -hmm. lot of truthisms weren't shown. So Mm -hmm. Like Marianne got her ears pierced and I put like her crying because it was true and it was hard. And that was a part of getting your ears pierced. That's right. mom life. It's not this pretty, like now you'll see my pretty little girl with earrings, but it's right. not this pretty little girl with like these cute little charming earrings. It's That's not what just happened. It hurt. Right. It was sad. Yeah, so cute. <laughs> so that's where you can find me. And then I think I'm Lynette. I don't know if I'm under Lynette Salgado because that was my maiden name or Lynette Porter on in or on Facebook. I think you're Porter. Okay. Yeah. But I will definitely be linking both. So um 
no worries there. But yeah, I will be linking both. And I'm super, super excited. I am stoked for this workshop that we are doing. We have our workshop coming up. It will be going on the 11th, 12th, and the 13th. It will be via Facebook. I will also be posting the link. And we're going to be doing some really, really fun stuff in there. And I'm super, super excited. Awesome. Can't wait. Yes. Well, thank you so, so much. It truly was a blessing. I am so happy that you said yes and you hopped on here. I cannot wait for everyone to hear you. Um, Thanks so much for being here. And as always, listeners, follow us, tag us, let us know what and who you want to hear next. And you can do that at all the things with CNV. Clinette, thank you so much for being here with me and letting me chat with you. You're welcome. Talk I to you so soon. I so appreciate you. Bye. <laughs> Talk to you all soon. Right. All right. Bye, girl. Bye.